Hello and welcome to the Holistic Health Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Garcia. Um, this is going to be episode number two. I never actually introduced episode number one, but now we are on to number two. So here we go. Um, and today we are going to be talking about um, nutrition and stress. So let's see. We're all human beings, right? Yes, we all have stress, right? Yes. Um, especially nowadays with technology being as advanced as it is. The internet, computers, telephone, everything is always at our fingertips. We're never, ever able to really step away and decompress, um, especially with work nowadays, because you always have constant access to your emails. You have constant access to the websites. Um, I mean, there's chats. My husband is an IT guy, and he literally will come home sometimes and still have work to do. School teachers, they still have work to do. So not even with just technology, but life in general, there's always something that we are feeling that we are supposed to be doing, all of those shoulds in our life. Um, and so we're going to be talking a little bit about how nutrition um, plays a role in stress. Um, it can also, how you eat sometimes when you are stressed out, and just some things that you can do to really help kind of prevent yourself from going super crazy on that, oh, you know, using food as a form of um, anxiety reliever. So um, to start out, one of my favorite quotes that I've actually um, learned of recently was by Andy Wheel. Um, and what he says is, fortunately or unfortunately, we live in a world that tempts us with a great variety and abundance of food. And many of us eat not to satisfy hunger, physical hunger, but to ally anxiety, depression, and boredom to provide a substitute for emotional nourishment or to try to fill an inner void. Now, how many of you guys can relate to that? Right here, so many times, either you're bored or you have had a rough day or you are upset about something and what is one of the first things that you want to do? You want to find that food, that thing that is going to help you feel better. And he is so right. A lot of us use food nowadays as a form of stress relief or to um, keep us from being bored because we're munching on something. Um, one of the things that I was guilty for um, when I was working as a nurse was sometimes coming home super late at night. I was ex exhausted, exhausted to the point where I had to actually be chewing or munching on something, eating something to keep me awake on the drive home. Um, and we all know that that never turns out any good. So, um, so first and foremost, food is to most people is a pacifier. People eat to calm their emotions, whether it be fear and or anger or sadness or any of those things, um, which is unfortunate, but it's so true. Um, and like I told you guys before, I was one of those people that used to use food for those exact reasons. And so optimal nutrition, like what is that include? So optimal nutrition, um, you are looking at nutrients. Not only are we looking at what we're feeding our body, but we're also looking at how our body breaks it down, how it digests it, how it absorbs it, which is super important. Our metabolism is a big part of our optimal nutrition, 
And, and also, of course, the elimination part. How does our body get rid of it? Um, I mean, we all know, if you remember back in biology, we talk about digestion and absorption and elimination and how it all kind of coincides. But nowadays, since we are taking on so many processed foods, our body's not able to recognize the items that are in there. So it's harder for it to break down for one. We're not absorbing as many nutrients because they're not as readily available uh, for our body to actually process and consume. And then, which actually can cause elimination problems. You have elimination problems, you're going to start having backing up problems. I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, just like the plumbing. If you have a clog in your, in your plumbing, guess what happens? Everything backs up, back up into the toilet. Lovely metaphor, but it's so true. Um, so as far as nutritional recommendations, of course, they always follow, they always, like anytime a nutritionist talks to you, they recommend that you follow guidelines regarding several things. So adequacy of your essential nutrients. So are they adequate enough? Are the foods that you're eating adequate enough? If it is coming from a box or from a can or from a package um, that is usually um, not going to be the best or most adequate form of your essential nutrients. Our bodies need these nutrients in order to actually, actually function properly. Um, and then also moderation. Um, how much sugar are you consuming? Not just like your good, not just your good complex sugars, but your simple sugars. A lot of the processed and refined sugars that you find in cakes and cookies and fruit, fruit snacks or um, fruit juices or anything like that. Um, how much fat are you consuming? Now, this is a big one for a lot of people because I know there's things like the paleo diet or the Atkins diet where they really push like your healthy fats. Um, as opposed to and low carbs, which it seems like a great idea, but um, it's just that. It's a diet. It's something that is short term and not generally can't be sustained for a long period of time because your body needs a certain amount of carbohydrates in order to actually have energy to um, do things throughout the day and to do the other processes that it needs to do in your body. Um, it does need fat. So low fat is not a good idea either. Um, and one little sneaky thing that most most places will do when they when you see low fat or low sugar, that's because they have generally replaced it with some other unhealthy form of those items, whether it be a artificial sweetener or whether it be a um, fat that is not good for you or a um, anything like that. Um, and then also looking at our salt intake. How many of us are consuming so much salt nowadays? Um, sorry, taking a drink. Um, a lot of the processed foods and the preservatives, in order to make them be able to stay on the shelf for a long period of time, they put a ton of salt and ton of preservatives in them in order to do so. So when you are looking at your foods that you're eating, you need to pay attention to the amount of salt that you are consuming, um, not only for just health reasons, but also for your cholesterol, because that adds a huge bump to your cholesterol. And are you looking at the balance of nutrients, your caloric control, and the variety of the foods that you're eating? Um, balance is key. Okay, so not there's not one diet that's going to be a fix-all. It is literally trying to find a lifestyle 
that incorporates all of these things that I have just talked about. A lifestyle that gives you all of the good carbohydrates, gives you all of the good fats, the proteins, the vitamins, the minerals. And then of course, on top of all of that is the amount of water that you're consuming. The um, Surprisingly enough, a lot of people don't understand that when it comes to counting calories, less is not better. Yes, you want to consume less than the amount that you're actually um, exerting, but a lot of the people that I have been, you know, talked to and come into contact with and told me about their diets that they're on, they're generally consuming less than a thousand calories a day, which even for a person of my stature, I'm only 5'1 and 120 pounds, and I consume probably around 1600 calories a day. And if I'm working out, it's usually more than that. Um, so, I mean, it just depends, of course, a lot on the activity level that you have throughout the day or any of the workouts that you're doing. If you're burning on off fat, then you need to replace some of that back into your system in order to actually function your body to function and use the vitamins and minerals to build up those muscles that you're trying to get. And then create a variety. Don't always eat the same things every single day. I was talking to somebody earlier um, about nutrition and she was a nurse as well as I am. And so I kind of put it to her like this. Bacterias that we see, we generally will throw a ton, a ton of um, medicines toward them, right? So the, um, you know, medicines that help treat those bacterias. And if you are constantly introducing those bacterias to these antibiotics that are supposed to help get rid of it, the antibiotic, the bacteria is extremely smart and it will actually, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It will, um, oh gosh, I just took not a brain fart, but basically it, it gets, it gets used to that, um, form of antibiotic and it becomes resistant to it. Okay. So our bodies are the same way. You feed your body the same exact foods every single day every single week and then you do the same exercises every single day for every single week you're going to stop stop seeing results because your body is getting used to and is resisting those things that you are doing I know it's crazy it's always um, kind of a roller coaster ride but it's also fun at the same time because you get to you get to play with your foods you get to play with your exercises you get to you get a chance to try new things. You also get a chance to do new things. And so don't look at it as a, oh my God, I got to try to figure out what my diet's going to be this time. Or, oh my God, this workout's not working for me. What am I going to do? I should just give up. No, look at it as an opportunity to try something new or an opportunity to get into that CrossFit boxing, go and do Camp Gladiator or go and do some weights or go and do a triathlon or just kind of gives you an idea or you know, just to try something new. Um, and so always, always, always be conscious and aware of how your body is reacting to the things that you are doing. And so one another thing that I want to talk about is what a malnourished diet looks like. Because like I said, a lot of people will go through these things where they're like, okay, well, I'm cutting out this, I'm cutting out that, I'm cutting out carbs, I'm cutting out sugar, I'm cutting out fats. So our bodies need these things. Yes, there is such thing as doing it too much, but there's also um, such a thing as creating a balance and a nourished 
lifestyle, nourished diet. Malnourished diet is one that is deficient of the essential amino acids, the essential fats and then vitamins and minerals. It itself is a stressor on the body. A malnourished diet itself is a stressor on the body. I get a ton of people that come in here um, and they ask me why they're not seeing results because they've been doing this for so long and doing exactly the same thing for so long. They've counted their calories. They've counted this. They've done everything. They've crossed their T's. They've dotted their I's. And I just have them take a step back. And I just say, look at what you're doing. Is this stressing you out? And most of the time the answer is yes. They look at the diet that they are consuming and they're like, oh my God, I am so stressed out because I feel like I'm having to do everything exactly like it is written. And the thing is, is you don't. You don't have to do everything like it's written. Life is not meant to be lived by the book. You are a human being. Your body is amazing and it will be able to do anything and everything that you will let it do. Okay? So as far as that goes, don't let the macros, the calories, the um, restrictions, all of that, don't let it stress you out. Food is fuel, not stress, okay? And research has shown that some foods actually induce a state of, a state of stress. So like I was talking about, excess amounts of sugar, excess, excess amounts of caffeine, excess salt, amounts of salt, bleached flour, and foods poor in the vitamins and minerals, they actually weaken the body's resistance to the stress response, which is in turn not a good thing. So some other than that, like, and that's, excuse me, additional stress um, and nutritional factors may also include something that's super high fat diet. Um, so things like the Atkins diet, where you are consuming high fats all the time, that actually starts to suppress the immune system because you are not getting all of the essential, um, you know, vitamins and minerals and everything like that that you need from other sources of food. Excess simple sugars actually deplete vitamin stores, particularly the B complex. So if you ever start, ever wonder why you are constantly low on vitamin B. Um, generally it's all because you're consuming too much sugar. Okay. Caffeine triggers the sympathetic nervous system. So that one is where you are in your continuous fight or flight mode. Okay. That's what your sympathetic nervous system is, fight or flight. So your body is constantly in that mode. That is where a lot of your hormones are produced, like your cortisol and all of that, your T3, T4, all of that is always put on the forefront when it comes to the fight or flight mode. And so if you think about your body constantly being in this mode because you're consuming caffeine all day, every day, to such huge degrees, then just think about what you're doing to your body. A lot of the people don't realize that the amount of stress that they put themselves through, the amount of caffeine, or if you are strictly going on caffeine all day long and you are not eating anything else in between, this is what you're doing to your body. You are actually one of the biggest proponents in the hormonal imbalance that you might have going on in your body. So just think about that. And I want you to really, really, really take a step back and look and look at your 
look at your consumption of caffeine throughout the day. Are you eating enough calories throughout the day to make up for the amount of caffeine that you're actually eating or drinking? I should say drinking. Most of the caffeine comes in, in food form, unless you're eating coffee beans right out of the container, which that's a whole other story. Um, anyways, chronic stress is another one that depletes the vitamin B and the vitamin C. I had a friend um, recently that I was talking to, and she actually worked um, in a hospital where she was constantly going undergoing stress, like nonstop stress, stress, stress. No matter what she did, there was always more responsibilities, less resources, and she was already working about 80 hours a week. And just imagine the amount of stress she was putting her body in for so many years. And she actually realized um, that she was low on vitamin B after going to the doctor because she was so exhausted and lethargic. Um, and this was one of the reasons why is because she was constantly putting her body under stress, which she was depleting her vitamin B and vitamin C. Vitamin C is that that helps build your immune system. It keeps it strong. And you are constantly breaking down those vitamins and depleting them because you are on such, under such chronic stress. And so that's where self-love and self-meditation um, and journaling and just really taking time for you and filling up your cup and decreasing, de-stressing, all of that stuff, that's where a lot of this comes into play. It is, I know it sounds woo-woo, trust me, I know I've been there, but it is so important to take the time for yourself to decrease your stress levels. Some additional things that might be causing some stress. Um, high sodium may raise the blood pressure, which we all know that's, that is a big problem in this world. Excessive alcohol consumption is actually is thought to suppress the immune system as well. Hydrogenated and partially hydrogenated foods like your oils, trans fatty acids, leading to, actually lead to free radical damage to your cells, which are breaking down those cells, causing those toxins to get in there and really just breaking them down, making your body actually break down faster than it needs to be. So that's why a lot of people are, you know, not living longer lives is because of all the free radical damage that we are doing to ourselves. Now women, oh my gosh, women, you should pay specific attention to your nutritional needs regarding the relationship between food substances and then like breast soreness, breast cancer, cervical cancer, colorectal cancer, premenstrual problems, osteoporosis. Your nutrition has a lot to do with these items as well. Also, with stress and with nutrition, a lot of the eating disorders that you see nowadays, anorexia, bulimia, which I was guilty of, overeating, binge eating, things like that, stress plays such a huge factor in those um, disorders as well. So really finding a balance as to your stress levels um, and then also your nutrition is so vital. So food can either enhance or it can actually suppress the immune system. So Hippocrates, who was actually really like one of the smartest men of his time, <laughs> said this one time, he said, let food be your medicine and let medicine be your food. Like, think about that. How amazing is that? Is that that sentence right there? Let food be your medicine and let medicine be your food. Most foods today are laden with toxic chemicals that tax the immune system. And stress only compounds that problem. So especially if you are susceptible to disease or illness or have a disease or illness, 
you really need to follow the advice of Hippocrates. Let food be your medicine and let medicine be your food. Okay. Some of the things that I would recommend doing as far as nutrition and your immune system, consume bountiful amounts of antioxidants. You will find a lot of these in your foods. Consume healthy amounts of fiber. Fiber is so important for absorption and also for elimination, which is a really important part of your nutrition and your diet. Drink adequate amounts of clean, filtered water. Okay, so I know a lot of the tap waters that we get and things like that are not necessarily filtered. So you can actually purchase the filtering system for your house. Granted, it might be a little expensive, but you know, in the long run, it's, is your health worth it? I think it is. So whether you have one in your refrigerator, use the filtered water from your refrigerator, um, things like that. Just making small adjustments can have such an impact on your body. Consume adequate amounts of protein. Protein is so important for building up those muscles and keeping them strong. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of people freak out about protein. You, especially women, are not going to bulk up with a large amount of protein. Okay, ladies? We do not have the hormones in our system in order to bulk up like men do. Men have testosterone. We have tiny, tiny, tiny bits amount of testosterone, but not enough to be as bulky as some of those men that you see. Plus, they usually have a little bit of health anyway. Um, so protein sources, your chicken, your tuna, your legumes, your beans, your, um, you got, what did I say, fish, you got um, cottage cheese, your dairy, eggs, I mean, all kinds of sources of protein out there for you. So make sure you are getting adequate amounts of protein. And as you age, you actually are required to consume more protein because it takes more protein for your muscles um, to actually build and to sustain the amount of mass that they do have. So it is super important. Decrease your processed foods and your junk foods. I know we try to grab for those easy things, but what you need to do is have something that's healthier on hand, whether it be something that you've put together that weekend of or that you put it together during the week. You can always try to take some time during your weekend or during your week just set down aside a few hours just to do some fruit food prepping and make sure you have those things on hand for you to grab. Decrease your synthetic pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and fertilizers in your food. So eating things that are more organic. Yes, I know we can't control all of it unless you have a garden in your backyard and you got it all back there. If you do, oh my God, I'm going to come over and I'm going to, and I'll purchase some. But if you don't, just be leery of the types of vegetables and produce and all of that that you are consuming. Um, and I know organic is more expensive, but like I said, is your health worth it? Yes. Yes, it is. The answer is yes. Okay. Um, also, decrease antibiotics and the hormones in food. So if you are purchasing meats, try to find meats that, were, um, that are antibiotic and hormone-free. Milk that's antibiotic and hormone-free because that's where a lot of it will actually come and sneak in is in your dairies, your dairy items. Consume a healthy balance of omega-3s and 6s. So that's super important. You'll find that in a lot of your fish as well and your healthy fats. Decrease the consumption of saturated fats, Okay. So we don't want a lot of those saturated fats that are going to be um, unhealthy for you. Some of the um, like corn oil or the other oils and stuff like that. So try to stick with your avocados, your coconut oil, your, your um, 
olive oils, like your super virgin olive oils, try to stick to some of those olive, those oils as well. Eliminate consumption, consumption of your trans fatty acids, fats, ugh, trans fatty acids, can't spit it out. Consume healthy amounts of your bioflavonoids. Consume healthy foods with a pH balance, okay? So pH is super important when it comes to your body and nutrition. Um, replace nutrients depleted from stress. Decrease consumption of processed sugars. Eliminate aspartame. Aspartame, it is a big one. And MSGs from your foods. Always look at any of the foods that you have that say low fat, 99.9%. There are of the times there is going to be some sort of artificial sweetener, whether it be aspartame or sucralose or something to that effect. Try to get rid of it all. Prepare food in the best way possible. Steamed veggies instead of microwaving them. Consume organic foods whenever possible. Like I said earlier, avoid all GMOs. Use herbal therapies to boost the immune system. Um, so just kind of recapping a little bit on it. So disease, stress, nutrition, disease. It's like a domino effect. Stress can deplete the body of a much-needed essential nutrient. Good eating habits are non-existent when people are stressed. And nutrients are not replaced when people are stressed. Some foods and beverages act as gasoline on the fires of stress. So it just really inflames it even more. Additives, preservatives, synthetic chemicals tax the immune system. The body's immune system is ill-prepared to combat invading forces if it's not strong enough. Acute or chronic illness, excuse me, illness occurs in a vacuum of a poor immune system. Okay? So... The only way that acute or chronic illnesses can occur is if there is no other way that your body is able to fight off these things. Granted, some of them, um, like autoimmune diseases, may not always be preventable, but there are a ton of illnesses, chronic illnesses, acute illnesses that can be prevented with the foods that we eat. And something that I was telling somebody earlier is that the age-old saying that your body regenerates after seven years is so true. So what you put in your body today is going to affect that new body that you regenerate in the next few years. So when you are looking at the food that you're about to consume, you're looking at the environment around you. I want you to think, is this food or is this event or this stressful environment, is this going to help me or hurt me years down the road? Okay, so I want to leave you with this quote again by Hippocrates, and I want you to really think about what you're using your food for when you are eating. Okay, so like I said, let food be your medicine and let medicine be your food. All right, guys, I will talk to you guys soon, um, and I hope you guys have a phenomenal day. And I look forward to talking to you. Um, if you would please share this podcast with anybody that you feel would benefit from you from it, I would greatly appreciate it. Comment down below. Leave me five stars or whatever. How many of your stars you feel like you you give me? But I love five. Five is always a good number. Um, and I look forward to talking with you guys soon. Please let me know um, the messages down below too. If there's anything that you would like me to cover or talk about. And I would love to get that topic on here. Anyways, I talked, I will talk to you guys later. You guys have a blessed day and keep going.